housing information you can absolutely trust, uh, although we don't want to start out with a uh, misdirection or a lie. So Kenneth is not here. Uh, he's taking a well-deserved day off. Uh, big shoes to fill, but we brought in a gentleman that you've come to know and love over the 13 years that we've been on air, and he is our expert for all things heating, ventilating, air conditioning, and then some stuff that he dabbles in. Mr. Pat Kelly. Welcome, Pat. That would be politics. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't you dare. Now, I'm too Good old. Good morning, to, Chuck. I'm too old to fight if you resist me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no politics. We can't afford politics. But it's Wine, be woman, a fun and show. song. How's that? How's that? Wine, women, and song. How's that? Yeah. Wine as in W-H-I-N-E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's an old joke. I'm not even going to go there. Most of our audience is fantastically brilliant women, so we want to keep them happy. Yep. <laughs> but we do want to talk. Uh, we're kind of going into the heating season. You and I have had a chance to spend some time together this morning. And, uh, I mean, it is that time of year to get the furnace checks. Uh, we've had some listener questions this year. You're, you're one of my uh, resident experts that I go to to answer some of those. So we want to invite people, if they have questions regarding any of that stuff, to call you. Absolutely. Challenge Pat. <laughs> Try to stump Pat. <laughs> Uh, we are going to open the phone lines throughout the show, 800-859-0957, with one exception. At 1030, we've got a friend of ours calling uh, to talk about how to take care of those uh, concrete surfaces outside before Mother Nature turns fall into winter. That would be great. Yeah, it will be. And, it, and it's a great product and a, and a good guy, good company. So we're looking forward to talking with Mark Mercier with True Tech at 1030. So stay f uh, tuned for that. Tomorrow we're going to have uh, a window and door expert on with us at 1030, uh, which is kind of exciting. And we're also going to be talking uh, to a couple of ladies that have started a new magazine that's focused on the STEM uh, education issue, getting women into construction, engineering, those kinds of things. And they've, they've kind of added a twist to it. They're going to be talking not only residential construction and light commercial, but even heavy industrial and getting women involved with it. So it's going to be kind of cool. I'm yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of excited. Um, Pat, you're, you call yourself retired, but the truth is you get up every morning and you got a project. <laughs> I think I talked to you two weeks ago. I said, okay, where, where are you heading? And I might have been Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever, and you were going to get a third water heater for your house, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Uh, I retired from the office. I don't do office work anymore. So, and uh, um, I, I certainly keep busy working. It's a it's a full time job, and uh, but I enjoy it. I was going to say you've always been passionate about this industry, like uh, Ken and I are, and I think that's one of the things that has allowed us to grow a friendship over the years is that shared passion. Do you ever tire of learning? No, I don't. But I, I would have to tell you that being out of the the spotlight of heating and cooling, I'm hoping that I'm not losing too much I, I keep in touch with a lot of people but i know you do you know that that moves so quickly and, and a lot and of they, owners too i know yeah. you yeah you've got a big owner you keep in touch with that you mentored for years yep. that uh yeah i don't think you're gonna lose it i i, you know, I hope not i don't you see know, that happening so, um yeah but anyway so i i, I worry about technology it, it it goes so fast i hope i'm not missing anything <laughs> guys like, are like today somebody might call and i might get stumped but i i, I kind of doubt it well i got one for you from a listener this week i was going to forward it to him but i knew i'd see you he's got two furnaces in his rather large home and he wanted to know if they uh make a single thermostat that he could hang on the wall that would operate the two furnaces independently not independently. You can only operate them with a twinning device. However, you can use two thermostats independently and operate them with one app on your phone. So you can use that one app to – so it would be the same as one thermostat. Digitally, wow. Yeah. And you're worried about getting lost no, no, behind? I, no, that was, that was out before I Whoa. left. Whoa. <laughs> you're all right. I love it. You, you know what? If you're aware of that single app that can operate both of those on your phone, then I don't think you have any concerns. Yeah, and by the way, the, <laughs> the app that I'm speaking of is Echo Bee. But I, I believe what is it, that Pat? Echo Bee. 
E-C-O-B-E-E. So E-C-O-B-E-E. That's okay. correct. Is that a single word? Yes. Okay. Echobee is the name of a company. Um, there's a, there's a several of them out there. You just have to ask about them when you're buying thermostats. But um, I would recommend that anybody getting a thermostat like that get it through a mechanical contractor who can get it from a supply house. The thermostats are a whole lot different from a Home Depot to a supply house. They okay. make different thermostats. So you want something that comes from the supply house. And How about fun. Wi-Fi? Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. yeah, if you can do it on your phone, it's a Wi-Fi thermostat. Okay. Yeah, so. And Echo B, by the way, is the first thermostat to ever come out with a Wi-Fi thermostat. Interesting. Yeah. Now, not to sound stupid, those are still hardwired to the furnace? Yes. And then they have Wi-Fi uh, enabling such that you can use them with a. You can be in or... Florida and change your temperatures and do whatever you want to do. From that anywhere. is really cool. Yeah. So you can do them from your couch on your on your phone, or you can do them from Florida on your phone. Uh, let me let me <coughs> ask you a third question on that. Then, if if I'm uh, talking with one of our HVAC providers, can they set that up for me? Would they? Is that something yes. they would do, or is that something you'd have to do after they left? Well, it, it I, depends. I would. I'm not sure all companies do it, but my company will set it up for you on your phone, so okay. you've got the app. And uh, gotcha. My old company is that something? Uh, is that? It's something you can. Do you have to buy do. the app. I no, could do no. it. Yeah, you think no, I could do it? Well, I'm not sure about you. No, but most I, I doubt could, I could. <laughs> most people could get a, get an app, and and uh, you know, you just push the app, and it, it's push and go. But um, but if you had a if you were one of those people that had a hard time like you getting an app, my, <laughs> one of my guys would have done that for you. Okay, I mean, right now you know it's JD, my son, or my wife, yeah. <laughs> or Ken. You know, I bug him about it. Um, when we come back, we've got somebody that wants to ask you a question about a uh, furnace and a water heater combo. Wow. That's pretty Beautiful. cool. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I look forward to that. You know, Pat, you know this. It is so hard to find good turnkey remodeling companies anywhere yep. you go in this country, and especially finding one that can adapt a home to changing physical needs. I mean, you're getting older by the day. I can see it in your face. Yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> but we got a company, and we got a company you can trust. You've come to know and love them as Barrier Free Plus. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Full transparency, Chuck Bridenstine, Pat Kelly today, just today. Tomorrow, Ken will be back with us at our regular time, 10 to noon. Uh, but right now, let's go to the phones. Are you okay answering? This is, this is stump Pat Kelly day. So, Mike, are you on the line with us? Yes, my name is Mike. You've got Mr. Kelly in front of you. Go ahead and throw your question Good at Good morning, him. Mike. Good morning. Well, I have a uh, high-efficiency furnace I guess it's a, I'd call it a boiler hot water combination made by Triangle yes. Tube. Yep. The oh, that's a great tells company. Me a, tells me it's about 15 years old. Yeah. And uh, for the last three years, in one fashion or another, I've had to put about $1,000 into it. And the tech was over yesterday and told me that the, uh, the impeller on the exhaust is broke, and that's going to be another $600 part plus labor. I said, you know, $4,000 in four years, I'm done with the high efficiency. Just get me a plain old boiler with a hot water heater, low tech, low efficiency, because the efficiency you're saving on the gas is not $4,000 in four years. So am I making the right decision? Yeah, you, you are. I was I was going to lead you to a different company, although Triangle Tube, just so you know, was an awesome company. Here's all you need to know about that in in this particular instance is everything's man-made, right? So you can get a car that's a lemon. You can get a furnace that's a lemon. You can get a boiler that's a lemon. But That tri- company typically is not lemon. No, Triangle Tube was very high-end. So in, in as far as getting a lower efficiency, Mike, I think you're going to find most boilers today, most on-demand boilers hot slash hot water heaters, just come high efficient. I'm not sure that you could buy anything 80%. And so you've already got plastic vented out. 
And if you go back with plastic, you're going to be 90-plus efficiency. So I, I might uh, say to you that, that another one that you might want to try, Lockenvar makes one called the Energy Night. We had a great success with it, great piece of equipment. And the, uh, the boilers the, the boilers called an Energy Night, and the hot water tank is called a Squire. And uh, so Lockenvar makes a great product, and uh, I think that, Again, I think you just got a bad piece of equipment, but it was a great company. <laughs> okay, I hear you. But I, I just, I just I'm, don't know I'm what to tell you about a low efficiency. Yeah, well, I'm, you, ten days, I'm ten days without hot water because that's how long it's going to take to get a unit in. If I oh, had them separated, at least I could take a shower. Oh, like I'm so. sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you were talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you wanted another combination. You no, you can certainly no you I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you can certainly get a um, uh, just a singular. Um, on, you can separate those. You can separate them and get a um, uh, a hot water heater and get a boiler, but without getting them together. You see what I mean? So, in other words, you're going to have one that's strictly for hot water, and then you're going to have one that's for your boiler for strictly your heat, for the heating. For your heating, if you are you using that mic for heating in your house? Well, I was using it for well. This unit when we bought this house was yeah. set up this way, and it's for both the heat and the water. Yeah, you're right. Now, when that unit goes down, we have nothing. No heat, no oh, water. You, at least if by I all hot means. Water, you, I, yeah. yeah. By all so, means, you can put in another hot water heater, and you can make it on demand if you want to. I have one at my house, and it doesn't ha handle anything heat. So you can have two boilers in your house, one that runs your hot water and one that runs – that's really not a bad idea, totally to be honest with you. Totally independent of each other. Yeah, and, and like you said, Mike, when one goes bad, you still got the other one until you can get one replaced. Okay. But a hot, well, an on-demand hot water heater today, literally, you can get one uh, for like – Twelve hundred dollars installed, or maybe electric? Uh, no, gas. Really? Now, yeah. what about your stainless ch pipes for the chimney? You, we don't use stainless. We haven't used that in years. Aren't uh, you? Yeah, no, you for use the plastic. on demand. Okay. Yeah, plastic pipe. Gotcha. And and um, so, Mike, but you you know, I just bought one myself for twelve or thirteen hundred dollars, and I put it in myself. But yeah, that that on demand hot water heater is nice because it hangs on the wall and out of your way. But if you've got room, just get a regular hot water heater. Uh, you know, they're they're the difference in price. Um, I think you'll find that one's going to cost you. Um, you know, if you hire somebody to do it, one will cost you in the twelve hundred dollar range, and the other one's going to cost you more in the thirty eight hundred dollar range. The on demand is going to be the most expensive. Do I assume yeah. they run on high voltage? No, uh, are we talking electric or are we talking gas? Was yours gas? Well, oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't know the on-demands were gas. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Well, either you can one. get them. You can get them either one. Yeah. But, but yeah, they, it's gas. It's much like the yours is gas right now. When wouldn't it be correct, Mike? Or Mike? Okay. Gas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you can get just get another hot water heater, another on-demand hot water heater, and um, and put it in. And then if you know, we used to say that. Um, uh, uh, securities and redundancy. So, in other words, if you got two of them, one goes bad, the other one's up and running still. So, at least you still have heat. Right now, you don't have heat. You don't have hot water. That's pretty bad. Would you need a different pressure regulator then if you had two different you, devices like that or no? Are you but talking the, about for, for the water gas? or for gas? No. You probably – Maybe. I, 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 maybe. Okay. Maybe. For gotcha. A higher – not so much pressure, um, but a different volume gotcha. yeah, of okay. gas meter. Okay, I appreciate right. it. I'm definitely going well, to Mike, I, because this I is hope that helps. And uh, I, 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 I'm sorry I didn't have a, a better answer for you, but you can definitely separate those two. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Keep in touch Thank with us, okay? Thank you very much. Have a good one, guys. Yep. God bless you. You too. Hey, let's go to Greg in Shelby Township. He's got a question for you. Pat, oh, Greg, you with wonderful. us? Yes, I am. Good morning, everybody. A glorious day. Mr. Positive is in the house. I like this gentleman. <laughs> I like this gentleman, Chuck. Um Hey, I've been hearing about a lot of these uh, makeup air units. What yes. say you? Are they worthy? Do they have any merit? Abs oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, if you're talking about an energy recovery unit, and I think that's yes. what you're talking about, yeah, they're they're the greatest. And and I'm I'm sorry, but we're on a, getting ready to hit a break here. 
And uh, Greg, God, I wish I could talk to you longer, but it's a great piece of. Well, let's equipment. come back to it later on. Oh yeah, if you can hold up, Greg, let's let's talk after the break. Thanks, Greg. Okay. You bet. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Hey, the water tip of the day from Beauchamp Water Treatment is a good one. People can live up to a month without food, but Pat, you and I both know a week is about the max you can go without clean water. And the question is, do you have clean, pure water in your home? Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Chuck and Pat Kelly. Ken is here in spirit. I guarantee you. We welcome you. We're going to be taking your calls again through the balance of the show. But we want to talk to a team partner that's got a solution for a lot of people right now that are wondering how their concrete is going to weather the upcoming winter. Pat, is that ever a concern for you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> Mark Mercier, who you uh, all know as the chief cook bottle washer with his bride Cheryl of Rhino Shield, uh, recognize the need for this product. I don't know, Mark, was it a year or two ago that you dipped your toe in this water? It was actually about right now in 2019. So okay. just about two and a half years, or two years. I remember right talking now. to you at the time, and gosh, it just flies by even when it isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, how are you, Chuck? And, and We are blessed. Here? Mr. Kelly, Ken good morning. Good morning. I think you and Pat Kelly may have met at one of the shows in the past, but we were talking I'm this sure. morning anticipating your call. Just quality people. We are so blessed with people like yourself and your bride and Pat here, uh, ethical, wow. honest people that, you know, know how to take care of, of our listeners. God bless you. But yeah, well, Mark, I tell people to thank you guys about, for that. Well, we thank you. I mean, it, obviously, there's reciprocity there. Um, yeah, not let, only let people know what you guys can do, you know, and, and what it is you're, you know, you're, well, gosh, two and a half years now <laughs> into well, with True Tech. So, so with True Tech, and and before that, we did epoxy, which wasn't the solution. So this this the solution that we're on now is a polyurea uh, product that has much more flexibility. You know, epoxy is going to continue to cure and continue to harden. And, and what happens is it loses its flexibility. So whenever you have any heave and hoe on the concrete or, or heavy cars and, and equipment coming in and out of the building, you can get that flex. And, and when, when that epoxy gets brittle, it pops off. And uh, we did that starting in about 2009 or 2010, and then in 19 when we hooked up with uh, Pentec Industrial Coatings out of Lakeville, Minnesota. This product has is, is just won award after award at the uh, you know, World Concrete Show. And uh, so we've, we, we partnered up with them in November of 19. And, and the, the only services that we've created, or the only services we've ever had are the ones we've created. You know, we just, and, and we know how to take care of those, right? You know, sometimes you have well, to go back and, and oh. go see them and, and take care of the little situation that we missed. And, and, but, you know, as far as the salt and the snow and the, the heat and the cars and the, the chlorines from the pool decks and the petroleums at some of the auto clinics that we deal with, um, you know, no breakdown in the product, no uh, services for any other reason than than our own or something that. And uh, you would know having done the, you know, epoxy. So, what would this product look like on my outdoor concrete or my garage floor, Mark? Well, I mean, you know, we have the colors are really uh, the are limitless. We have about sixteen colors that we've kind of honed in on that most people appreciate, you know, fits most people's um, color scheme at their house. Um, but the sky's the limit as far as what color you go with. Um, but if you were to, you know, choose one of our stock colors, what, what that would do is transform that ugly concrete, whether it's got oil stains or cracks or pitting from the salt and the slush that falls off the car or just the movement and the cracking that you get on, on pool decks and patios and things like that. Um, these cracks can be mendered, and, and basically when we're done, they're seamless. 
And what you would have is instead of that ugly concrete, now you'd have a pretty sparkly floor that, you know, people can be proud of and, and you know, match their couch cushions to it or, or you know, match <laughs> their toolboxes or their sports team or whatever. Their Harley-Davidson. Har- yeah, exactly. So. Mark, um, in an outside application, um, is there uh, any tractability to this product so that people aren't slipping and falling on it? So the polyurea, um, before it cures, we, we broadcast a vinyl chip on that. Paint, it's literally a paint chip. And that about 120% of chips go over the, 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 the area. Once that cures in about two to three hours, we're able to scrape the floor and scrape all the loose and the chips that are standing up on end off and cut them at the surface. The surface is now almost like a golf ball, kind of dimply. So okay. um, that with all those high spots, it gives any moisture uh, an opportunity to go down and give your feet and your, your traction up on a high level. Um, of course, it anything can be slippery when it's wet, but uh, sure. this does give you some traction, and it gives you, um, you know, um, beautiful, you know, obviously something beautiful to look at. Um, we not only do outside work and garage work and, um, you know, industrial and warehouse work, and we do basements and bathrooms and laundry rooms that might be on concrete slabs. Um, okay. So it's, uh, it sounds it's like it'd be pretty easy to clean, well. is it? So, yeah, the, 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 you know, it's the easiest way is to, especially in the winter, you know, we pull our cars in, we've got all this beautiful, uh, clean-looking slush that falls down and got <laughs> salt all over the place. And, and this is, you know, an opportunity for that to break your concrete down. What we always recommend is you just go down to, to one of the box stores and grab you a five dollar squeegee and, and you yeah. just uh go ahead and push all that slush and salt and and snow right out of there and then yep. uh, you know that gives you an opportunity to, you know with the with the uh polyaspartic top coat that we put on over our system it it completely makes it non-porous it's not going to absorb into anything and you know it's it's easy just you know push it right out with the squeegee and, and off you go um, how long would it take? Like if I wanted you guys to come in and do my garage and you were able to start Tuesday or my, you know, pad outside, how long are you going to be there? Is this going to be a week long project? Well, if we were doing epoxy, yes, we'd be looking at five to seven days, but since we're using wow. a polyurea, polyaspartic product, we can come in and grind your floor with, with an 800 pound, uh, diamond, uh, grinding machine grinding floor grinder um, we take the top layer of your concrete off we then um, identify any uh, pitting or cracks in the floor we then take care of those with with a two-part uh, mender system once that's cured in usually a half an hour to an hour we re- we regrind we get the garage cleaned up and then we paint it and put the chips down once that's done and the polyurea is cured in the next couple, two, three hours. We then scrape the loose and the excess chips off, get them collected. We then put our polyaspartic top coat on, and typically that's all done in the in one day. And wow. then 24 hours later, you can have your garage back. So, that you know, is you're, really cool. You're without so it's a lot garage. cheaper alternative to tearing out that ugly concrete, too, right, and replacing it? it? It is, it is, but uh, you know, just we want to make sure that we we've, we've got level concrete. You know, I mean, if 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 the pads have cracked and we've got one that's sunk in three inches and one that's heaved up for four inches, there's companies out there that can come and make those to where they're they're level. And then once they're level, we can mend the crack, and then our coating will be seamless over the the floor. And then two other quick things here, uh, warranty. Yeah. What kind of a warranty, Mark? So our polyaspartic top coat has a lifetime warranty on it. Our wow. polyurea base coat chip system has a 15-year warranty on it. It's certainly Pentec is the industry leader as far as the manufacturer as well as uh, the best warranties out there. 
And you did the epoxy, so you know you've got a better product here. <laughs> we, 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 you know, most of our jobs were ripping epoxy up. <laughs> so, oh, gosh, um, isn't that horrible? And, and, and How about, is there any financing available for something like this, Mark? Absolutely. We have financing available. We take credit cards, uh, check, uh, cash. But money aside, let's get the, the folks to, you know, have us out there because we're typically two months out. So if... If this is something they want to do uh, by the first of the year, they need to call us right away. Um, if, if the weather gets colder to, here, are you going to have to put them on hold? Well, that's uh, the the greatest news of all is that uh, this Michigan weather is not going to stop us. The only thing that stops us is wet concrete. So obviously if we have snow or rain on a, on a concrete slab outside, we can't do it. But in a garage or in a covered uh, building, we can have temperatures from negative 10 degrees all the way up to 110 degrees so our product cool. is, is, is very flexible as long as we have dry concrete and uh, as you know um, some of our driest months can be in the winter so yeah you're right as, so as long as key we, question how do people get hold of you and get on the schedule so they can uh, give our office a call here in brighton it's uh, 810-487-8832 Again, 810-487-8832. We're in Brighton, Michigan, uh, True Tech Concrete Coatings. And uh, we are on Facebook as well as the Internet. So, God uh, bless please, you, Mark. Uh, Thanks for what you do for out. our listeners. We'll be happy to give you uh, an uh, exact price on what it would take to make your uh, space beautiful. And, again, uh, best to you, Pat. Thanks for filling in for Ken, Ken and Chuck. Thank you for letting me be part of your show for 12 years and WJR as well. So you guys have been great. We love you, uh, bud. You take care. Hello to your bride, okay? Best to you, Mark. Thank you. Yep, thanks, Pat. Thank you. Hey, want to remind everybody, you heard one way to get rid of the house uglies, but if you're looking at that siding, roofing, shutters, front door, and going, oh, my Lord, my house looks terrible, we've got a one-call solution. It's Pro Home Improvement. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, everybody. Chuck and Pat Kelly this morning. Ken will be with us tomorrow. The phone lines are going to be open for the balance of the show for you and any concerns you have now. Especially, we've got an expert here on anything having to do with heating, ventilating, air conditioning, electrical, uh, saddlery, leather stitching. Uh, <laughs> Pat and I were just talking on break about... Uh, are you the really wide pond that's very shallow across? No, I know you're deep in the HVAC. I'm hooting on you. I love you. Um, Mark, True Tech, that is just such a cool product. Did you do something like this in the barn? Uh, barn, the beautiful building I was at at your property this summer. Yeah, I remember. Oh, was it? Is yeah, it yeah. Kind of it's, a, it's a polymer, but it it, it wasn't the same uh, brand. I don't think it looked it like shiny concrete well, in the building I was in. Yeah, I didn't want the. Um, I did not want. You didn't put this, a color. I didn't want a color in okay. there, and I didn't want the fleck in there, and I, and I'll tell you why. Um, and and I'm sure Mark would agree with me. Yeah, drop another bolt on it and try to find it. Uh, <laughs> it does. I cannot find another a, bolt on any of my. Flo- I've got three garage floors. That's hilarious. I can as soon as you said it, it's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's really really. I mean, if I drop, I just did it yesterday. Yeah. If I drop a screw, I've got to take a dust mop and run around and try to, <laughs> to find, find it. it. Yeah. Well, our eyes are starting to go to heck. Well, no we doubt. Get no older, doubt. you yeah. and me, bud. <laughs> We'd have to get Ken over there with his youthful eyes I, to I'm find. I'm telling you, it's real hard to find. It's, they, <laughs> but you it's love the product. You put it in three I do, buildings, and I, right? And I love the one that's clear because I can see it. You know, I, I can see on it. So, Hadn't thought yeah, of I that. really, I really, really like it. It's top shelf. I've, I've had polymers on my floors for 20 years and uh, it used to be it used to be an epoxy finish with yeah. polymer on top of it um, now they're going they're staying away from the epoxy it's and, all science today yeah. they keep coming up with new but stuff it's some great stuff i mean you can leave oil set on it for a year and, and grab your rag and wipe it right Isn't out. that amazing yeah. 800-859-0957 you're welcome to call um greg from shelby township before uh we were talking to mark from true tech there Pat, asked about makeup air systems. Yes. Today, um, in a new home, new structure, a new kind of construction, you have to have makeup air. 
because if you turn a fan on, you're going to pull all the oxygen out. So you have to have a the way code. To, the code makes us do that. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They, <laughs> Thank God. They, and uh, well, yeah, I'm not so sure. I agree really? with all of that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Boy, we could go forever with this. Remember go ahead. when I was talking to Lee Schwartz about you know yeah. one of the codes is bring in six inches of fresh air outside, and then you got to heat it up. Right. And then you got to exhaust it, and yep. it's, it's just crazy. I mean, I, you know, I, tell it to somebody else. I had you know grandparents that lived to be a hundred years old, and they lived in homes that didn't have that. You know, you know it's funny because I uh, next week's article is on the air in your home and solutions for purifying it. But I was sitting with a gentleman that's our age, a good friend of mine, uh, still Mr. living, Mr. Tobin. If you're listening, yeah, he, he hasn't died of old age yet. Uh, he's a week younger than I am, I think. Michael is, and. Um, he's building a new home, and he was talking about the same thing you and I are talking about. And he said, you know what? I don't like the idea of making them too tight. Yeah. He, he kind of was going back where you were going with yeah. Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's crazy the way they're doing it. But, yeah, so we have we we have uh, government telling us to make them tighter and then to bring in outside air and heat <laughs> it up or bring in outside air. If it's 95 and you're bringing it in, you got to cool it and take the humidity out of it. So it's, it's just kind of crazy. But, um, you know, what do I know? So, but getting back to the ERV, that's a great piece of equipment. And an ERV is an energy recovery ventilator. And, it, and when you're bringing in air from outside, it runs a wheel inside and pulls the heat out so you're not heating all that fresh air. You're not pulls wasting the, the energy yeah. it took to heat that yeah. air? Yeah. I like that. You want to take a call? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got Bob from Rochester. He's Oh, shoot, his furnace is sounds like it might be short cycling. Bob, you with us? Hello. Yes. Hi, how you doing? Welcome to uh, Pat Kelly's show. <laughs> Good morning. Okay, how are you? <laughs> I have two questions. One is yes, sir. the thermal, thermal pride high-efficiency furnace. The furnace works like a dream. However, after the main uh, cycle shuts it down, I get two or three uh, repeats of the blower motor to extract residual heat. Now, and I, I know when you start a motor, it sucks up a lot of electricity uh is there a way for me to make sure that it extracts like 98 percent of all the heat that's in the furnace is it yeah there's a limit switch or yeah can i can i ask you a quick question bob about your thermostat is it is it a dialable thermostat or is it a digital thermostat it's a digital thermostat okay then um there's even on a digital thermostat you'll find what they call an anticipator uh in a digital thermostat um, I would suggest, Bob, that you Google Anticipator on your particular thermostat. Let's say you have a Honeywell and say, I have a Honeywell model thermostat, and ask it about the Anticipator. The the other thing that um, – um, that's just – the other thing you, you – Is that a replaceable part, Pat? Is that – Well, actually, you could replace the thermostat, but it's an adjustable well, part. It's typically got a yeah, – it's it, typically got a little screw in there that you can adjust. Yes, I've I've seen that. It's a it is a Honeywell digital, but it's very old. Okay. It must be twenty at least twenty years old. Well, Bob, before I spend a lot of money on anything, I'd try putting on a new thermostat and, and literally try a you know if you're not real sure and you don't want to spend a lot of money, you can buy a twenty dollar thermostat. Make sure it's digital, and put okay. it on the wall and see if that takes care of your issue. Because I'm I'm here We're, to tell you that ninety percent of the time, that's what you're going to come across that anticipator. Okay, I, I was thinking okay. that it was the lower lower limit on the the bonnet. Well, it it could be, but how, Bob, how old's your furnace? Oh, it's got to be at least twenty twenty four years old, probably. Yeah, just so you know, uh, I I I I would not put any money into a twenty five year old furnace. I'll be honest with you. So here we are okay. up against the break again. But uh, 20, okay. 25 years, you've it's lived its life as a yeah, as a furnace. How what? And yeah, Bob, if you can hold question. on with us through yes, the break, we'd I, love to take the I, second question or go ahead and ask very, it real quick. We'll answer it after the hour. Here. Okay. very. I do a lot of stone masonry, and uh, I'm wanting to do some masonry next week when the temperatures are going to be possibly you know, down to freezing. How many days do I need to wait after I uh, you know, do set a stone do I need to wait before it freezes? All right. We'll answer that when we come back. Good question. And for those of you that are uh, wondering how to get those drippy faucets to stop dripping or how to get 
keep those sewer backups from occurring in your basement or crawl space? We've got a single answer. It's Z Plumbers. Welcome back, everybody. Don't want to deceive anybody. Full transparency. Ken is not here today. He's taking a well-deserved day off. He'll be here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. with me. Um, we've got Pat Kelly, uh, who is our resident mechanical expert. How's that, Pat? You're the RME, resident mechanical expert. Uh, Bob had asked a second question before we uh, take any phone calls, 800-859-0957. But if you've got an HVAC question, air conditioning question, hot water heater question, boiler question, geothermal question, solar question, uh, what else? Pat Stop. Kelly's your guy. <laughs> Stop. Get off my lap. Um, Bob asked, he, he's laying some masonry, and as the weather gets colder, you know, what kind of issues play into that? And one of the things, I think we just talked about this in our article a week or two ago uh, in the Detroit News there, you have to protect masonry and concrete for at least 72 hours from freezing. And it's not tough to do in most cases, I should say, right? In some cases, you can tent them, though, although you were relaying a story to me where, where a radio personality advised somebody to put a tent over the top of a chimney, which happened well, to be Well, he where, was doing the masonry work, yeah. Which happened to be where the furnace was exhausting yes. as well. So that would have been three people dead and on the roof. Yep. I, You know, it's funny. One of the reasons we started this show is because we would hear people giving bad advice on the radio. And it's like, oh, my God, if somebody does that, there could be a death. Anyway, um, Bob, you got to protect it for at least three days. Um, and, and keep in mind, you know, we've had some frosts, but the frosts uh, don't necessarily mean that fresh concrete is going to freeze. You know, the uh, masonry and concrete generate heat as they cure. They are thermal curing processes, so it takes very little to protect them. Uh, if you have other questions on that, feel free to give us an email or even a call back, Bob. Hopefully we helped you with that. 800-859-0957. We invite your calls. You can take advantage of this guy. Um, the uh, Oh, we were asked to give the number of True Tech. I'll do that in a minute. But, Pat, um, talking a little bit about the makeup air, and, and one thing we didn't do, you mentioned the ever – uh, energy recovery ventilators, the ERVs, but the whole concept of makeup air is it uh, kind of come about. You mentioned grandma and grandpa. We're building houses tighter today. Yes. So we risk having contaminated air in our own homes because of the fact that we're rebreathing, reusing the same air, right? Right. And that's kind of creates that need for the makeup air. Yeah. It, it, the um, the I guess the real story is. If you were an elderly person living in a brand-new, tight-wrapped home and you never opened your door, you're going to run out of oxygen in a, in a week's time. You're, you're, it's going to be gone. That, that's a real story. Um, Actually, that's other, a good, concise way to say it. There's yeah. more pollutants and stuff in the air, obviously, from breathing and uh, drywall and all that stuff, so you got to bring in fresh air. But, you know, again, Grandma and Grandpa, or I, I'll never forget when they did Plymouth Canton Schools and I was working there. And they went around and blocked off every other window, and they said, we're going to save energy. Oh, I remember schools and, doing that. And everybody, all the kids were getting sick. <laughs> you know, everybody. I mean, the sickness just went crazy. Those schools were made to be loose-wrapped. And who yeah. needs sunlight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, they went around and blocked it with, uh, with insole board. And uh, most importantly, the kids started getting sick. We weren't bringing in enough fresh air yeah. into, into the building. So, you know, if you'd... If you're going to have a tight home, you have to bring in fresh air. I just don't like the idea that the government tells you you have to do it. That drives me nuts. <laughs> I, you know, they really don't know what's best for you, right? Yeah. Post hoc ergo propter hoc. Uh, after this, therefore, because of this. In our industry, everything's a domino effect, isn't it? Yes. One thing affects another. Yep. And you just, I mean, very concisely explained why, uh, yeah. You start shutting off that air that's been blowing through the walls and the windows and everything else in Grandma's house, and now you risk stale, contaminated. There's actually statistical data, you know, radon, people in their own homes, or even smokers, you know, that mm -hmm. smoke used to leave the house because the house was loose. Yep. Now it doesn't. Yeah. 
It's fascinating, isn't it? Yes, it is. It just, I'm amazed by it. Hey, let's talk about radon just for a quick second. Let me get the True Tech okay. number out, and then I will turn the microphone over to you. True Tech's number, 810-487-8832. And, of course, anybody that needs to can find it at InsideOutsideGuys.com. That's TrueTech at InsideOutsideGuys.com if you need to find the number. Radon, why do you want to talk about well, radon? Just, just because of where I currently live, and I live in Hillsdale, Michigan. You are and, on the in the IRC as a county with high propensity for radon. Yeah, and, and there's a reason for that. And, and it, I did a lot of reading on it, and I just didn't know. But the southern part of our state is really the worst for radon. And I'm saying from the Ann Arbor area to the cold water, maybe even Kalamazoo. And the reason is uh, part of that is you can see with all the hills and valleys. In fact, Hillsdale was called Hillsdale because of the hills and dales. I like that. And it was because the glaciers ripped through and ripped up the uranium. And because of that, we have to have, we have radon gases that enter the house. You know, we're basically a limestone formation with some overburden or dirt on top of it. Kind of like, actually, Michigan is built like Florida, which people don't realize. I didn't. Yeah, it's kind of a fascinating uh, thing to play with. A good friend of mine shared that with me. I didn't come up with it. Uh, On the other hand, you and I were talking about electricians on break. Big difference between good electricians and them that shouldn't call. And if you're getting ready to do Mike's commercial, I I have huge respect for Mike. Who's that, Pat? (laughs) Um, um, What's his last name? I'm sorry. Mike Bratcher. Bratcher. Yeah, Mike Bratcher. He's he's a (laughs) wonderful uh, Bratcher electric eating. Or electrical is just, I got a lot of respect for him. Class act, ethical, honest, knows what he's doing. Yep. Bratcher Electric. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. Uh, Ken is not with us, not today, but he will be tomorrow. Mr. Pat Kelly, our resident mechanical expert, is here, so take advantage of him, 800-859-0957. I really believe people would be hard-pressed to stump you with most of this stuff. And I say that as flatteringly, if that's a word, as I can, Pat. Appreciate you being here. Thank you very much, Chuck. Those are kind words. God bless you. I mean it. uh, We've told people for years, we don't pretend to know it all. Uh, What we try to do is know people like you that we can go to when we don't know something. And uh, it's just such a gift to have you here with us today. Well, thanks. Use it up while I still have it. <laughs> slipping away fast. Yeah, I noticed you've been skipping a little bit as I talked to you. Yeah. <laughs> so let me uh, ask you a couple questions, and then if anyone has any calls, uh, feel free to interrupt us. We uh, we welcome you know you doing that. Um, the different efficiencies with uh furnaces well shoot we just got it you know what we just got a question similar to that so let's go to al in port huron and let him ask you pat al are you with us yes sir i am and uh welcome what a question it is <laughs> good, good morning al. <laughs> good morning thanks for taking my call it's absolutely um, it's very frust- frustrating um when you read about you know i've had people tell me Best thing since sliced bread is a wall-mounted, high-efficiency, you know, boiler system. And then I have the old-school guys who I respect. Um, one guy's uh, 60 years old and specializes in boilers, and he said, "You're just going to ask for all kinds of high-tech, ex- you know, problems and if, you know, uh, service calls." And so I have a Lars high-efficiency, 150,000 BTU wall-mounted unit sitting in my garage. I have an older Utica boiler, and I'm debating on do I, you know, do I make the change or am I going to be walking into, you know, more problems than I want? Well, that's a great question. L- let me explain to you. Uh, if you're, Are you planning on using that for hot water or are you planning on using that for heating, a boiler for Just heating? Just strictly heating. Just heating. Now, I, 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 my opinion is, First off, let's talk about on-demand hot water heaters because everybody wants them. They think they're great. They're supposed to save a, save money on efficiency. They were made for those 
on-demand hot water heaters were made for Europe. They were made because they ran out of room over there, and they were made to put in a closet. So the the cost of installing one today, if you're going to install it yourself, um, as far as a boiler, I I don't have anything bad to say about it. I think they're in, and I I don't necessarily. I'm 65. I don't necessarily agree with the um, that you're walking into a problem with it. I think that they're they're pretty much on par with any hot water heater or any boiler that you'd put in today. Originally they weren't, but they've really come a long way in the last right. I mean, 20 years. You mean originally they were a problem and now they're Correct. not. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they have definitely worked the bugs out now and and uh, they're they're a great uh, piece of equipment. But Al, there's one thing and you might want to think. Our big issue is, and our big issue is, is that you know, we're older, we're on a fixed income and we have propane. So part mm. of that challenge was is trying to, you know, Keep the cost down for right, uh, and we have room to put a regular boiler, and it's not a room issue. It's just I'm thinking about efficiency, and um, you know, being able to save some money. Yeah, they. I, I think you'll be just fine with that on demand. And the, one of the things I was just going to ask you is if you had propane or natural gas. If you had natural gas, you might have to upsize the gas meter, but with propane, you don't have to. You'll be just fine with it. And uh, 150 is not really a big, a big on demand. I mean, I have a 200 for a hot water heater, so I I think you'll yeah. be happy with it. I can't I can't imagine, you know, I don't associate a on demand with a lot of service work. I just don't. Oh. Um, now, yeah. I, you know, maybe maybe some of your other heating companies up that way might, but with me, uh, I, I worked on boilers my whole life, and I see that on demand. Is a uh, pretty nice option nowadays. Cool. Not to mention. Does that help you out? Yeah, a lot. Thank you. Oh, oh, yeah. My my pleasure, Al. And I'll talk to you again. I hope. Thank you, Al. Stay well. Stay Super. in touch. Okay. Thanks a lot. Guys. Okay. Yep. You're welcome, sir. Next, let's go to Tony in Detroit. Tony, you're on with Chuck and Pat Kelly. You got a question for Pat? A, uh, I recently had a new air conditioning system installed. A York system. Uh, yes. uh, a couple months ago, and for the drainage system, they use a electronic pump where the water drains out with the pump. And yep. The older system I have was just a simple drainage tube. I don't understand why. The, is there an advantage over the pump over the other system? No, there isn't. By, by the way, back up one second, and York is made in the United States, and it's a great piece of equipment. So okay. uh, first and pump. foremost, I'm a huge fan of uh, made in the USA. So secondly, a condo pump. Uh, is put in typically when there's not a drain close by. So um, 50% of the furnaces today will have a drain in the floor next to it within 10 feet. And you just run to that drain and drop out. Oh, and the other 50... The laundry tub, okay? Yeah, right, the but how far... It's just a plastic tube draining into the laundry tub. It, it, this is there's... electronic. Is there an advantage over this? Uh... You, the only advantage is, is you're not stepping over a pipe. So apparently your other pipe is out in the middle of the floor where you had to step on it. Oh, no, so no, actually you, it wasn't. It was over the laundry tub. Well, uh, then there is no advantage to it. Then you can definitely. It that way. Well, it, again, you know, the only way I would put one in is if the could their drain gravity. wasn't, there wasn't a drain close enough, you know, and no. gravity drain it. But if your old one drained into the tub and it didn't bother you and it wasn't in your way, they should have done it with your new one. Can that be reversed or not? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can call them up and have them come out and take the condo pump out and put put in just a gravity drain to it. Is there like a red uh, container at the bottom of the furnace with water in it? Is that supposed to be water in that thing or not? Like, uh, oh, 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 did you have a new furnace put in as well? No, I didn't. Uh, actually, what happened, I had a flooded basement, and they had to repair something, and they had to put a new circuit board on the furnace. But the AC unit was like 20 years old, the old carrier. They had to replace that. But the, yeah. the, I didn't have the, just in front of you, they replaced the circuit board. But uh, the AC unit, uh, the compressor went bad. So uh, yeah. they put a new unit in it. But I just don't understand. <laughs> the old unit was real. I keep, I believe in keeping things simple. They just, it drained over the laundry tub with a white plastic tube. This is like electronic pump. Uh, Tony, we're, we'll continue this discussion after the break. I apologize. We've got to pay a couple bills here, but we will be right back. want to remind everybody, if uh, you're looking at your roof, possibly not making it through winter, you can get a free roof inspection from a company we trust that will recommend what you should do. And, of course, if you need a replacement, they'd be the people to hire. And you know we're talking about Kearns Brothers. 
You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. 800-859-0957. We'd love to hear from you, especially if uh, you've got any questions regarding your mechanical or electrical systems in your home. Uh, Tony, you're still on the line with us? Uh, Yes, I am. Go ahead. You've still got Pat Kelly here listening to you. Yeah, like I say, it's just, it's a it's a pump drainage system with an electronic pump and it drains yeah. over the laundry tub. That's normal yeah. installation now or not? The other system was, was more simple, just drain out right through the drain tube, like like no. A, like a again, tub. yeah, again, Tony. The only way that we would do that is if you didn't have a drain that you could gravity mm-hmm. feed to, whether it be the laundry tub or a or a drain floor. Uh, if you can get to those without being in the way, without having to step over them. That's what we would do. If you if you would have to step over it, then we'd use a condo pump to get over to the tub. But if you can just drain to it, call them back up and ask them to take it out of there. It's just one more thing that down the road you're going to have a problem with. Yeah, that's like trying. What if the power fails? Is the water going to drain over the floor? Well, know. you won't have water if the power fails. There you go. Yeah. You you know the, you're only going to have water when the air conditioner is running. I mean, the system works fine. It's just. Uh, I don't yeah. know why they did it. it. drains over the laundry tub like the old system. Right, I do. right, right. Have systems, them change it. Give them a call. The floor, they only use that if, it, if, it's, if, it's on the, if it drains through the floor drain, you said? Yeah, if you can get to the floor drain or the laundry tub without you having to trip over it, then have them take that out. But if you can't, that's why they put it in. I don't know why they did it. That's one more. Well, Tony, give them a call, and if you want it changed, it's your house, your air conditioner, Okay. I, I wonder if I should wait till the air conditioning season, or can you do it now? It doesn't matter. They can do it now. Sooner the better. You're okay, the customer. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Fine, but Thanks. Just okay, thank yep. you very much. Appreciate you. We got an interesting question here, Pat. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> no, this one you'll know. Uh, they're listening to us right now. They're closing a new house very quickly. So it's a tight home, right? Yep. It's going to be tested to have less than three air changes per hour. How would I know if the furnace does bring in some outside air? Well, uh, that's your inspector will take care of that. But without a doubt, it brings in outside air. Anything that was built in the last 20 years is going to bring in outside air. So you walk around the outside, and there's something that looks like a dryer vent on the outside of the wall. Typically, it's, big, it's, a, it's bigger than a dryer vent. So a dryer vent hooks up to four inch pipe on a new home the uh, dryer vent looking vent will be six inches so it's about twice the size of the dryer vent yeah that little rain hood yep and you might have two sources you might have one that comes into your return air plenum right in the ductwork yep and you might have one that drops down uh, through an insulated pipe to within about 12 inches of the basement floor that's for the hot water yeah yeah so it's not uncommon to have both of those, and, and like like Pat said, look, look around for those uh, aluminum rain hoods, yes. yeah, those dryer vent hoods. Yeah. Yeah, and if you put in a generator, make sure that's with 10 feet away from those. Great advice. Great advice. Great advice. Um, we've got a call. Uh, somebody else wants to talk to you. I could have stayed home today. Me too. Tom <laughs> <laughs> from Frazier, hot water tank. Hmm. Tom, meet Mr. Yep. Pat Kelly. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Pat Kelly and all you guys. Um, I have a hot water tank in my basement that's about five feet from my washing machine. And I've noticed lately when I put the washing machine... Uh-oh. Did we lose you? water tank. Repeat that, way, Tom? We lost you for just a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... I have a hot water tank about five feet away from my washing machine. Yep. And when I set the washing machine for hot water and I turn the water on the machine, I hear a gurgling sound coming from my hot water tank. And it only gurgles for about six, seven, eight seconds maybe, and then it stops. And I'm just wondering what that... That's not uncommon. It's it's just um, if you stand close enough to your hot water heater, you're going to hear it gurgle quite often so tom that's not there's nothing wrong with that that's quite that's quite common oh what a relief (laughs) 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 i love it 
I can go back and take a nap now without yeah, <laughs> worrying. Yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> Anytime you got a gurgle, you got air mixing with the water in some way, shape, or form, or being released. So yeah, yeah. piece of cake, right? Yes, very good. Yeah. Thank you guys very much. You're welcome. Tony. Really You're most it. welcome. Yeah. Again, want to remind everybody, we've got uh, just a little bit left of this show. Man, it's flying by, Pat. 800-859-0957. Want to remind everybody, during the week, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, InsideOutsideGuys.com is a real easy, simple way for even somebody like me, low-tech Chuck, <laughs> to ask a question. And uh, Ken and I take the time to uh, respond to each one of those personally. So take advantage of us in that regard. So until we get another caller here, Pat, I started to ask you, with regard to efficiencies, you made a comment to a caller, I don't know, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes ago, about um, you trust the high-efficiency stuff today when we're necessarily 20 years ago. We might not have said that, right? Right. But... Do I, do I really have to, if I'm changing out my 85, 89, whatever, 90% furnace, do I have to go to 96? No, absolutely not. Is there a payback? Is it worth yeah. it? You're talking about a ROI? Return on investment? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I it, love it, it. One of the things that uh, you'll, you'll find that I did, and quite honestly, I'll be real honest with you, I kind of tripped across it when thinking about return on investment. And we tried to do that with everything that we were doing. So here's what I'd tell you. If you have an 80% furnace, there's a lot comes into play. How what, old roughly might that be? What? Well, most furnaces go, and well, you can have them go as quick as five years, but um, most people are in the 20, 25-year range before they replace them. Yeah. But if you have a 80, 70 or 80% furnace and you want to change it out, here's the thing to look at. Do you have... Do you currently have plastic pipe going outside, or do you have a B vent going up through the middle of your house? If it's a B vent, you want to go 80%. And here's the reason why. A 96% um, furnace um, will cost $1,000 minimum from an 80% furnace. So what you look at is you say, well, how much am I going to save by doing this? Well, you're going to save 16% from 80 to 96 16% of a typical $600 to $800 uh, furnace uh, will take you about 10 to 15 years to pay back the difference. Just to get it, that $1,000 yeah, back. Yeah, get that $1,000 back. So, you, you know, and by then you got to change the furnace again. So um, I think you're just better off just doing with a, a, a 80% if you can. But then it takes somebody to look at it to tell you what you're doing. Well, and I appreciate the input from you. I, th I love that you said that because so many people today are all high-tech, 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 high-efficiency. <laughs> well, and, and a lot of people are worried about carbon footprint. If that's what you're worried about, then fine. But if, if you're really worried about return on investment, which you should be when you're investing any money, whether, whether it be, be solar or, or yeah. furnace or generator, you want to return on your investment. So Boy, I wish we had a four-hour show today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we've got Bruce that wants to talk to you about a water heating Does issue. Does anybody want to talk to you today? I don't blame him. Even my <laughs> wife. I go home and she locks the door. Bruce, are you with us? Good morning, Bruce. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, was looking at on-demand hot water just for the hot water system, not a, not a heating system. Yes. Uh, but I'm told that... Uh, it's pretty difficult to put a research system on. I have a quad level house that I use a research on the old water heater and it works great. I mean, yeah. my upstairs, I can have hot water, you know, within a few seconds as opposed to, uh, pouring out two gallons every time I need to, uh, <laughs> wash my hands. So that's a pump research, not a convective loop, right? Uh, that's a convective loop. Oh, even on the second story. Good for you. Well, yeah. Bruce, just so you know, I, I just put in an on-demand at my house, and uh, it's because I live where I have all electric, and I live down in the country, and I ended up putting an on-demand, um, and I put a recirc on mine, and, and I love no, it. Now, you put a pump, did you put a pump recirc on yours? Yes. Okay. Let's I explain to people that what it, that It would means. run all the time. Uh, the, the, the kind, the <laughs> because kind of, the water is circulating so much, you're going to run the, run the heater probably... They told me 25 to 30 percent more than you should. Here's here might be the matter of fact. What was recommended to me was, in addition to that on demand, put in a small electric hot water tank and use that for the research. 
Um, so that your on-demand always sees warm water going through it. Yeah. The the other thing is they actually make a pump that I have. I have a I have a pump that has a timer on it. So it only right. allows it to come on at certain times of the day. So I right. have mine come on at 4 o'clock in the morning because I know I'm going to get in the shower at 4. And it goes off at 5. And then I have it come on at 7 in the, in the evening and go off at 9. That way, shower is the most important thing to have hot water in, right? Um, well, the rest yeah. of it, you can wait. Bruce, we got to take a break here. You're welcome <laughs> to stay on. Not with today. <laughs> I love the question. Uh, so either way, we'll keep talking about it when we come back. want to remind everybody listening out there, if you have a concern about clean, healthy air in your home that is also comfortable in every room, the single answer is Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning and Insulation. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Last segment of today's show, but we're going to start right up again tomorrow at 10 a.m. from 10 to 12. And, of course, you can catch us at InsideOutsideGuys.com. want to talk a little bit about research systems, Pat, but first let's take a call from Tim who wants to talk to you. Tim, how you doing? I'm sorry. Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Um, Mr. Kelly, um, I'm getting ready to replace my natural gas water heater, um, and I currently have an A.O. Smith in there that was installed in the 1990s. Any thoughts uh, between A.O. Smith and Bradford White? I do have a follow-up. Yes. Here's what I would tell you, Tim, that all... Oh, oops, I'm sorry. I didn't have my mic on. Shame on you. Yeah. I... uh, I apologize, but there's only three uh, manufacturers of hot water tanks out there today. So Bradford White is a great piece of equipment. A.O. Smith is a great piece of equipment. State uh, is a great piece of equipment. But let me let me say this about that. You can buy those in big box stores like Menards or um, uh, Home Depot, Lowell's. You can buy a hot water tank. And I don't know where you're getting your hot water tank from, but you're going to want to make sure or – I would like to make sure that the drain valve on it is brass and not plastic. If you buy them in the big box stores, they'll be plastic. If you buy them from a supply house, you'll have brass drain valves. They'll last longer, much like your your old one did. Gotcha. Um, Does that help? Yes, I'm getting ready to put an addition on my house also, and I currently have a boiler for my hot water heat system. At the same time, I am putting up a building on my property for a startup company of mine that's basically going to be a two-story four-car automotive garage good Um, for you my question is i'm going to have uh 240 single phase to power the new startup um do you think it would be worth installing a heat pump to heat the business and also the air-to-air um, air exchanger in the crawl space of my house. Oh, you, you had some great questions there, Tim. Let me let me uh, let me say this: when you say you're going to have 240 out at the let's call it a pole structure, I, the barn, to, yeah, the barn, the let's barn. call it that, or the garage. Are you going to run that from your house out there, or are you going to have a separate meter dropped in? That's going to be a separate meter drop in, and it's going to be Good single phase. Good for you. Um, that's a great way to do that. But so um, I like a heat pump. I have a heat pump in a couple of my shops. They're a great piece of equipment. You can heat with it, cool with it. But I, I have to tell you that if I was going to open an auto shop, which sounds like you're going to do something where you're going to be working in there all the time, I have a problem with keeping my feet warm. So the last one I just did at my house, I put in-floor heat in, and it, it, it's hard to beat that. You can use a heat pump, so, you're, so you're, um, you can use a heat pump in combination with in-floor heat. So you might want to consider that. It's just a, I just can't say enough good things about it. you got all that thermal mass of the concrete, yeah. warm feet, heat yeah. rises. Yep. <laughs> you, you walk into, into your shop in the middle of wintertime, you can take your shoes off. So. Terrific. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and I hope you have a good day. Thanks, Tim. 
Great call. Great questions. Well, I wish we had more time. Research, real quick. What the heck is this research stuff? We've talked about hot water sandwiching, too. Is that food? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> cold research, water sandwiching. A research pump takes the cold water out of the line and brings hot water into the line. So it's just a pump that sits on your hot water heater. And it'll and typically you've got a tank hot water heater, but in my case I have an on demand. But it'll take that hot water and push it through the house and take the cold water and push it back to the hot water. So tank. that when you turn on the shower or the faucet. Your instant hot water. In in a lot of cases, you know, your hot water's too far away and you gotta wait ten minutes or five minutes. We've all done it. Yeah, and it just drives you crazy. It's so <laughs> nice to get in a shower and have instant hot water. It's I I just can't say enough good things about it. And I have a Watts pump that you put right on. You don't have to have an extra copper line. You don't need any of that. You put it right on. It's, it's a beautiful thing. What is a Watts pump? Watts, Watts is the brand. It makes a circulating pump. You put right on top of your hot water heater. 12 volt or uh, it's 24? Yeah, it's 110. You oh, is it? it? Yeah, okay. you plug it in 110 volt. Um, and, and then it's got a little timer on it. And I set mine so it comes on two times a day. Otherwise... You know, if you're running in the kitchen or something, who cares if you, right. you got to wait? But when you're waiting to get in a shower, you're using a lot of water, in my shower anyways. So I like – and I like being able to get right in when I turn it on. And, I mean, within a – literally within five seconds, I'm in the shower from the time I turn it on. So it's really, really nice. And I used to have to wait, no, oh, I don't know, uh, a minute before I could get in. Is it a big deal to retrofit those no, to existing systems? No, they're made they're made to retrofit. You put a pump on the on the hot water tank and then you put bypass valve out in the farthest sink away from you. So the farthest home where the sink's out the farthest there's a little bypass valve you put in. It re- literally I think it, it takes the whole job takes about I I want to say a half hour for somebody who knows what they're doing. Well, well, you got to have one tan <laughs> close by, right? So and, that's a cord and plug connected. Yes, pump. It's already got a cord on it, and you just plug it in. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's real simple, and and I think I, I'd like I want to say they're under three hundred dollars. Okay, for one. Can ask you. And um and it might be right at three hundred ish, but but I'll tell you, it pays for itself the first week when you can climb into that shower and it's hot. Uh, boy, I wish we could keep going, Pat. I so much appreciate you being with us. Uh, we're going to have to do this again next time that uh, Ken takes a brief vacation, huh? I'm coming after his job. God bless you. <laughs> no, I really, really appreciate it. Hopefully you, the listeners, enjoyed this too. Danielle and Dave back at the station, thank you so much for hopefully making us sound better than we would have without you. <laughs> and you, the listener, of course, mean everything to us because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the inside-outside guys are here for you today and every day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Chuck.